0: Who's buried in Midian? Ain't nothing but dead folk. Somewhere, hidden from sight, closer than you might think, is a place that's not on any map. Midian. Something's reading there. It looks a lot like hell, but they call it home. There goes the neighborhood. They're not pretty. They're not neighborly. You'll come back now, you hear? They're not even human. But this time, they're the good guys. From the imagination of Clive Barker comes Nightbreed.
1: You can't go down there!
0: They have only one enemy. A beast called man sworn to destroy the night breed. Sounds like we're going head to head with the devil himself. And only one chance. A man Burn! called Moon. It's time to fight!
2: Go get him, boys! I'll kill you
3: all. What chance have <laughs> we got? They're armed. So am I.
0: Out of your deepest fears and your darkest fantasies, Clive Barker brings you a startling new breed of adventure. I won't let you down. Nightbreed. At last, the night has a hero.
2: Outstanding.
3: Come with us now, if you dare, down a rickety staircase into a dank, dark basement. What awaits? The Saturday Night Freak Show. <laughs>
4: Welcome back, ladies and germs, to the Saturday Night Freak Show podcast. I'm your host, Colin. I'm surrounded by internet radio superstars, including
3: Brent. This
1: is Tom.
3: Oh, it's Travis. Yeah. It's Travis.
5: And Gary.
4: And tonight, we're going to have a conversation around the bar about Clive Barker's Nightbreed. I picked this movie for tonight. We're watching the director's cut of this movie, which was originally made in 1990, but uh, it was released theatrically in a version, apparently, that Clive Barker was never happy with, and uh, because the studio forced him to cut quite a bit out of it, and so... After like this detective hunt through the United States, they found this footage that was supposedly lost for years. Like they said, and reassembled it, this movie. In the beginning in uh,
3: interview, they said like all it took was internet, like fan, like it's like these studios they've got the fucking footage hidden away, and the filmmakers are like, where is it? And they're like, meh, meh, I don't know. Uh, meh, Occupied But as that. soon as like. What? Like we can make money off of edit it? We found it. Yeah. We found archive footage, dude. This has happened to like what at least four or five movies by now. Like really, like crazy movies that are totally different with yeah. all this footage. It's it well, like this is. They I mean, I think that's
4: it. that's partly why I picked this movie was because I think this is like historically significant for that you know uh, reason that we're talking twenty five years. Like so, the movie was never actually made the way it was supposed to be made for like twenty five years. Yeah, that's right. So we're now looking at what, which is uh, what was supposed to be, you know, released in
3: nineteen ninety. And it's like, did, did Star Wars start this idea of realize like I want to go back and finish the yeah. film how I realized yeah, this had to have been sense. those special edition yeah, episode those, yeah. well, four, five, and six. Yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, I I guess for for me, um, what. Was the original movie like uh, the theatrical worry. cut? Yeah, I, I mean, it was what was it, what, what was the theatrical cut like? The, because like I, I, I have never seen the theater. Well, the this my first change, Yeah, that's right.
4: Because uh, Brent and Tom are new to Nightbreed tonight. Travis,
3: I did not like the original Nightbreed, which I saw on VHS tape in the mid nineties. I'm sure, which it just never. Right. Never click with me. Obviously, whatever editing decisions.
4: <laughs> well, Travis, Gary, and myself have seen the movie before when it was originally released. Now, I mean, it's been years since I've seen it, so I don't know if Gary. Weeks. You saw it weeks, weeks. ago? <laughs> weeks. So you're more familiar with what's different. So yeah. if, if yeah. I'm right, you help me where I'm wrong. Most of the new footage uh, comes in in the beginning Absolutely. and the yeah. end of
5: the movie.
4: Right. Like, those are the two parts that are significantly I, different.
5: I think they just, the parts they put in it seemed like were more to establish the relationship between Laurie and Boone yeah, yeah. and Boone and Decker. Because yeah. before, it went right from the part where she says, no bad dreams, to then it goes to the uh, family being killed.
3: Yeah. Then oh, it goes to Decker's oh, Okay, oh. I was going to say, I thought it started with Decker killing the family. That's no. the only thing I remember.
4: Well, I want to say part of that is those scenes with Decker, which are now still in the movie, were shot by, by David Cronenberg. I think, horribly. Well, he's just got, like, a very odd like where, Like, I'm not <laughs> sure if he's, like, actually acting, he's but he's just, like, very uh, relaxed. Like on oh, you know or something. Yeah, yeah. He,
5: he's still, Whoa, even if you see me, oh, I'm going and, to be speaking. And I know I'm going to get laughed out of the freak show for this, but... On Jason X, he's that. It's that yeah, same it's monotone same. voice yeah. when he's there to pick up Jason.
2: Yeah, and,
3: and I it's don't like, even comprehend him being in Jason X. I don't even remember. He's the
5: psychiatrist it. in the beginning. At it the very beginning, movie. it gets yeah. And then this he gets movie going to drag
3: on for about an additional four minutes because of how I deliver dialogue. <laughs> yeah, which I think I think
4: that plays to the strengths of that character in this movie because it makes him creepy. Yes. There's something off about the man himself playing the yeah, character. That's true. Cronenberg yeah, is yeah. famously
6: also a, a filmmaker.
3: Yeah, of Z. course. Yeah, right. Yeah. I just but don't Video like drone. The, when he has what?
6: the button mask on, I wish he wouldn't speak with it because that first scene is so powerful when he's killing the family. Mm-hmm. And he's just walking around, you're like, man, this is the scariest dude in this entire movie. But then as the film goes on, you're like, no, this is one of the more annoying characters in the right. film. Right.
3: What's yeah, the yeah. point of the mask? <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought there was going to be well, some but that's moment a part
2: in the of movie where it's like... It? <laughs> but
5: that's part of the theme yeah. in the movie. That People everybody wear wears a different, different, different faces. Face. Yeah. Well, it it happens to be when I decided to start a a you know monster mask collection. That was the first one I had to have because I love cool that one. mask. Oh yeah, yeah. So that I was the first one I bought
3: when I was a kid. I mean, that's why I was so disappointed when I first saw Nightbreed as a kid because that fucking mask. I seen Decker so many times in Fangoria, and yeah. I'm like, this looks fucking
4: freaky. Well, that was part of the. I want to say again that the the murder scenes with Decker. Like, at the beginning, those were reshoots that they that the studio insisted because they said, "Take more of this monster stuff out, and let's make this more of a slasher movie, which was more in vogue in oh. the nineteen nineties so they had him so Clyde Barker shot it under the direction of the studio, like I think he scripted and, and shot it, but tried to realign the focus of the movie, so it was more Boone and decker, you know the psychopath and the yeah the savior of Mitty. Which
3: they have, like, a weird, unexplained history because the movie just starts with him having a bad dream about Midian and then Decker's just like... Or he just said the character of Boone, played by Craig Schaefer... From One Tree Hill, from Anyone? Anyone? fucking yes. w- some kind of wonderful. He was the bad guy. He was the bad guy to Eric Stoltz and some kind of in, wonderful.
5: He was in the uh, college football movie, The Program, too. Oh shit, uh, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Uh, he, was, he was. in one of the Last hellraiser, the hellraiser movies. Well,
1: and the Hellseeker,
3: yes. no Inferno, Inferno, where you, he was, yeah. the, he was cop. the cop.
1: Yeah, and was his career, right he's been in many movies. Uh, it's the 90s So
4: okay, he, so, he just didn't have the mullet in the back. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: the
1: Papador. <laughs> okay,
3: so he has the dream about Midi and sees the monsters running towards Midi and obviously escaping mankind or whatever the hell, right? And uh he just when he wakes up and Lori that's his girlfriend, right? Laurie, yeah, uh, yes. And, and Bobby. And Bobby. Yes. So, anybody? Huh? Cop, cop
4: Rock? She cop. was in Born on Fourth of July. Oh, she was right. his sister. Cop Rock was like this thing I think around the time of NYPD Blue. Uh, oh, that was that's a guy Stephen Basho, the guy who does yeah. all the
5: did this like musical cop
4: show on TV. It lasted a couple of. No hours. way! So, I don't believe it. <laughs>
5: she's also a, a character voice on Bioshock too. Crazy. Oh shit!
4: She's uh, Tenebom. Yeah. Yeah, there you go, Tom. Video game tie in. Oh, wow. Is it
3: Tenenbaum? What's the. Oh. Okay, so he wakes up from. (laughs) He wakes up from a a dream of Midian, right? And he just says. Decker's still trying to call me. You know, right. she's like, "What does he want?" So they have a past history that it's like yeah. really unexplained. They don't ever go back no. and well, explain. So what he was a juvenile he delinquent or some yeah, well,
5: shit. Well, see, that was one thing with the, the new cut. In the beginning, in the first movie, they didn't explain why. They just he went and he goes, "Are we in therapy again?" That's all he ever said. But in this one, it says, "You know, oh, four four months. You know, I'd spend four months when he's on the phone when he comes yeah. downstairs." So it kind of explains that a little better. And mm.
3: then you automatically get the idea that it's like you <laughs> automatically know Boone has mentioned Midian to this Decker guy yeah Decker is a fucking eugenicist because in this movie he talks about how he he weeds out the bad bloodlines the negative bloodlines that's Did like doing oh, this what one he, yeah are you yeah because yeah, I, I didn't hear
5: like it me. in this version
3: yeah, and, I know
4: what you're talking about. Yeah, he, he, he did talks he say about it, it when he, when he has the guy in the whatever convenience store or whatever, he says like yeah. I'm going oh, to man, purify right.
3: the
5: world I self-breeding filth,
4: breeding yeah, filth yeah. Yeah. So
3: yeah. So that's yeah, filth,
4: like his breeding, main motivation. So and that's he why he wants
3: to, to get to Midian supposedly to, to kill, kill all the monsters. The monsters
4: because they're filth. They're filth, yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. So <laughs> in a way this is almost looking at like a almost like a Doctor Van Helsing type of character, right? I mean, this is how I take Decker, right? It's just a different aspect of looking at the Van Helsing to a doctor character that's obsessed with why would a doctor want to kill monsters? Oh cuz he's a fucking eugenicist. He wants to weed out the what he deems to be bad. Yeah. You know, Frankenstein's no fucking good, you know, and <laughs> and, Dracula's no good and the they're mother,
5: all German.
3: Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course they're all German. <laughs>
4: Yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, so Boone has some kind of psychological problems in his past that are apparently uh, that Decker
3: helped him with, or something.
4: But Decker has used like, uh, or he's either manipulated Boone in some way. We're not entirely sure. Into like, uh, through on all these session tapes, Boone recounts uh, these murders that have happened, and so Decker's trying to frame Boone. And what are the they're just uh, the dreams
5: he's had. Yeah, well, I think so. What it is and I don't I didn't hear it in this one, but they do talk about him being under hypnosis. In the original cut, so he hypnotized him. Then I think he just so it's plants Decker. those memories. Mm. Decker puts the murders into his head. Did no, they, they do anything about, about, talk hypnosis. about the hypnosis.
4: But he says, while you were in the sessions, you know, yeah. it's like you talked about. Cause that
3: would he's, make sense if yeah. I told if I if I if I told you under hypnosis that like, hey, you're gonna kill people like this, and you say, I'm gonna kill people like this, and then you go out and kill people like that. They're like, oh, oh. but they don't even say why he's doing it. You know mm. what I mean, Decker? Why he's fucking? Why with he's? Boone, he's or why yeah, because like people. okay, we're. Regardless of the Midian, oh, you just I, needed a farm. Well, hold on, but. Do, did, really? Yeah. yeah he knew he at used. some point that he well, when the cops could, come to
4: yeah. him, he's like, "Oh, I got a guy. Okay. Uh, I've yeah, I've been yeah, working so. on for months.
5: Yeah, I've tried the, to help him since he was a juvenile delinquent. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but he says violent.
6: Decker says he's weeding out the filth. But what was wrong with that family? He killed. Okay, the because beginning. they're fat people. They're not body is, is that what body it image. Okay, that's I, I guess that sick, does yeah. make
3: sense. I mean, they didn't say it in the movie, but that's what that's what it is. I want to mention that the father was the the guy that was. You say the The foreman
1: of of of, aliens, uh,
3: aliens, (laughs) and also the captain of the red dwarf mining Jupiter mining vessel. (laughs)
2: uh...
3: Yeah, that guy's a sci-fi. Like that guy's been cut out of every great sci-fi
4: movie, (laughs) but he was left in (laughs) in in the theatrical cut. Wait, um, is the
3: Jupiter
6: mining vessel that is that? Is he
3: actually faced in uh, Nightbreed? His face is on the screen at night. Right? Yeah, because yeah, yeah, the, the we watched the director's yeah, cut. I yeah. can't remember
6: the theatrical. That scene was there. Is that Event Horizon? No, that's Red Dwarf. Is a, oh, a it's a
3: English, a BBC,
2: okay, like
3: One, like Star Treky type of sitcom. He was the captain. Wow, like. I mean, even though there's, like, eight se- seasons, he's been in, like, at least a few episodes almost every season kind of portraying this Captain guy. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was just jo- happy to I see that guy, that guy. I the guy played Joyce
5: well. also did the voice of the computer in one episode of Red Dwarf. Who? The guy that played Joyce, the, the detective. Captain Padenka. Yeah. yeah.
1: Panaka? Yeah, Panaka? that man. That
5: man. Yeah. Who? His name is Hugh Kurashi. He's the fact- Detective Joyce, the black detective. The fact that Captain America was the in this movie. In one episode. He Made was me also here is one you guys might also know. <laughs> I see, Captain. Pernaca. He was Sunda Castigare, the uh, the oh, guy that yeah. met with Highlander In the Highlander. Yeah, yeah, he's
4: the one who meets him in New York. And he's in the yeah, African.
5: Yeah, yeah that's right. Dasiki or whatever. Yeah yeah, talking. Yeah, 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 yeah,
4: yeah.
1: Boom,
5: he boom. Was in that as well.
4: Yeah, Yeah, huh. yeah.
1: well But his best performance is, You can't take a royal high to stare. Huts gangsters.
3: is that the same guy?
1: We're talking?
4: Yeah, from uh, Attack of the or whatever. The Phantom, Phantom Menace. Menace. Yeah,
3: Attack of the Phantom Menace.
4: So, all right. So Boone goes to Midian, oh, which turns somehow, out to be he's just this, like. Where's, uh, oh no, he's no, in no, he a hospital. Sees this guy who, uh, yeah, who is also called to Midian. Just calling
3: the Midian out of window. Midian
4: is where the monsters what go. A apparently, this is this is the mythology that the movie sets up that there is a place. That Boone is dreaming about—that is an actual reality. It's an uh, yeah. under a graveyard somewhere in the yeah. wilds of Canada. It's a city. There's a city where the monsters live.
3: And it right. seems like it's two hours away from where right. everybody drive. Where's Midian? It's close to Sheeran. I've never heard yeah. of where all these everybody monsters live. Everybody knows where Midian is. Everybody yeah. knows. It's, uh, I'm amazed that they oh, don't, they, the they don't, don't the know court. where
5: Midian is, but Wait. they don't know there's a city of monsters. Underneath. Yeah, they know Midian have to is. The a cemetery. Cemetery. They know Midian
3: is, which is weird. Who's ever like named a cemetery city? Do they? do that? I don't know. I mean, I-
5: well they I'm, said it was I'm not like Canadian. prospectors all came out <laughs> all there, cemeter- so maybe all cemeteries it was some kind of a name. Yeah, it probably
1: was uh, yeah, like an i so, big
3: but, but taken out of the Bible or whatever, like this, like
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, but if someone says,
3: Hey, I hey, you guys want to call this the city of
1: Midian and there's a cemetery called Midian.
3: Hey, do you guys want to call this graveyard the uh the uh, name of the evil devil city Moses took or like killed or whatever? <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah <laughs> that, might yeah. as well.
3: Uh, it's is Canada that, is is nobody's gonna notice. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah, they said something about how, like, well, they said, like, Midian was, like, an evil city. I mean, evil as in probably just immortal people that, like, Moses, like, gathered an army to go, like, kick their asses or whatever. Might be. Which is like another like statement of this movie. This movie is like constantly talking about like.
1: This, this movie is a political statement. I don't movie. know if it's a political I uh, mean, it's you know, definitely. Oh, uh, we'll get to that. It's a statement, right. statement Let's movie. Let's try to lay out and like that,
5: what, what
4: the, the, the framework of the, the
5: plot. Well, yeah, we we'll well, come back and talk Boone, about the. Boone's thieves. in the hospital after Decker gave him the LSD and he right. tripped out. And uh, I don't know if Decker thought that would get him killed and then he could just blame him. Or what was going on with that. I don't that. know what the
3: fuck that was yeah. But then
5: he winds up in the hospital with, and the character's name, I don't know what his human name is, but his Midian name is Narcissi, right. which is short, narcissist. Narciss- He's the yeah, actor. Yeah, yeah. And so which, that's yeah. one. And I don't get yeah.
3: about that guy. Okay, he cuts his... Because he's like, oh, to show you, true yeah, I'm going to show my, but it's like, is that supposed to be a fucking anatomically correct? Like, it's like, what the fuck is up, that? So you
4: see all the muscle structure underneath his flesh. But that's
3: what I'm saying. That's not yeah. anatomically correct muscle but, structure. That's uh, why I was like. What the fuck is he supposed
6: to be? I thought he was is like he a mo- reptile dude. Yeah. Is I mean, he like a no, monster right. underneath that? Well, yeah, and he's just never pulled question. off his face? Because he is a monster, right? I because so because ordered. Decker is treating him as well. Well, De- we'll Decker kills him. Apparently,
4: this is the way that I yeah. have gathered it. It's when it's like you know, Decker's like, I can talk to him, but I need privacy, and he closes the drape over the mm-hmm. window, which was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah, uh, he kills, and you see, and after
5: Narcisse he, like wakes back up from his death. He goes well, you to only, you can
3: only go to Midian
5: if you're dead. Well, yeah. see, but that's the, the thing. Is it all, yeah. because some of them are just monsters. They were born that way. Well, they say yeah. That's yeah. there's why different why they show them ways. going through the Inquisition, yeah. but then you see, have well, ones it's, like it's Boone the same and way and I... Sissy that have to die first to get there. So yeah. wouldn't that make them ghosts? So it's not the,
3: that's what I'm saying. It's the same way as having ghosts, let mo- It's calling them one thing, though. Yeah, because like, they all have, I mean, there's no, like, we don't ever in the movie see
4: explicitly vampires. No, no. But there are, Rachel Different has monsters that the, have vampire qualities, you know, spread around them, but they mixed in with like these other,
3: uh, yeah, that one tributes, chick turns yeah. to fog. Yeah, that's Rachel. Yeah. you yeah. know, the one guy yeah. bites, bites Boone. Yeah, and so this how, turns turns yeah. Boone. Yeah, yeah. Pelequin. so Peliquin,
4: the guy with the tentacles on his head or whatever, they're bites which, Boone. Dreads. They're dreads. Which They're you dreads.
3: would think, you you would <laughs> yeah. think just from like the images of this movie, you'd think that guy would have more
5: to do with this movie. Telephone? I guess so. Well, are you Fuck talking it? about don't the one that bit name? Boone and actually yeah. started the yeah. prophecy yeah. going? And how did he not notice that that was his picture on the wall? All those years.
3: But he's really not in the movie all that much. Or his role in the movie, all he does is bite Boone, then he fucking goes away. <laughs> well, he harasses Lori in the one section. But he's some does... of the best makeup. Yeah, he seems
4: to, I thought he had a lot of time. I remember him like popping up quite a bit.
0: I mean, popped up, Well, he's got he some had of the best no, lines. I mean,
3: that's just my problem with this movie. Not a lot for these characters that do.
0: They don't have, have pussies, too. They're,
1: They're fucking pussies. Well, pussies
3: have nothing to do with it. They just have nothing. Not a Clive no, Barker movie. There's no fucking, <laughs> to me at least, there's like no story here. There's like just nothing really driving. It's just, Boone discovering Midian. That's no, the
2: whole movie. There is a
3: story. It's just that the the, the,
4: focus, not great. the focus is on the <laughs> monsters. This oh the my fo- god it's a it's a it's but it's a, just how
3: poor it's it's like about Decker.
4: That. Oh it's about Boone, Decker, and Lori. That's if you look at that, that that's the story of the movie and like all of these other characters of which there's a fuckload. But it's just
3: short, up. poor yeah. us monsters. That's what it is. Poor us monsters. Even though we do kill humans, I, know, I know you know we eat humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. It's, no, no. Against the law. it's against the law. They hunt us. No, so the is monsters it
4: have the retreated, so and then like Lyle'sburg, played by Pinhead Doug Bradley, has mm-hmm. laid. He's mm-hmm. the keeper of the law. Yes. So yep. in Midian, there is a god who is apparently a dismembered god and called Baphomet in their tabernacle. The god. satanic
3: yeah. as shit. And well, what was that trying to say? I was trying to piece that together. Like, I don't get his. What is his power diminished?
5: Why is he? He's like half there, but he's half got lightning storms
4: in the in the room where he's
5: at. Well, I just I just realized this as you guys were talking. Boone is Moses. He's there to deliver his people. Yeah, to, to, I think that's know,
4: an I, alle- that's part of the allegory of this movie. It is a savior. It's a savior story. It's because uh-huh. he has to die. He's crucified basically,
2: Let, right? I people, yeah, and has to be
4: reborn and then leads. <laughs> oh, that's uh, a good the yeah. breed. That's like of... a
3: satanic most. <laughs> <Right. laughs> that's exactly what the fuck this is. Well, it's the Jesus. Oh story. my god! I don't yeah. not a genius Jesus. I don't. Oh really, Jesus! I, yeah. I don't
1: really like the fact that like when Boone dies and becomes like a monster, he's not actually. He just still looks I, like himself, but you know. Like and he he can turn into his monster form, which is just him with some weird symbols on his face. You know, I mean, like the fact that he's most most of the time just looks like himself, and everybody else is like a deformed, yeah, truly truly freak. Not all Rachel oh. doesn't. Well, hold on,
5: is, looks no, good. I want
3: to yeah. talk. What yeah. Tom says, what Tom's talking about to me is so fucking important because I was just bitching about. Amazing Spider-Man 2 about how the Green Goblin gets ugly, transforms. <laughs> then at the end of the movie, the guy walks in. It's like you look better. He goes he comes and goes. And the <laughs> hold on, hold on, Beast in X-Men First Class can go back and forth. You know, I mean, they do that. Like it's the idea of like it's one. It's having your cake and eating it too. I want to be a monster. I don't want to be ugly. I want to be able to change back and forth. It's it's not. It's saying it's saying. Oh, I want to be able to shape shift and change and have all these powers. But oh, I also got to be ugly. Ah, I still want to be beautiful. What if I just turn ugly? Well, this yeah, that's, wrong, that's where
5: I'll give Travis points. He's got a strict. I don't want to say moral code, but a line. Like, if you serve the devil, you, serve you the can't fucking come back. Devil, you if you're turn a, monster, into a monster, you can't <laughs> come back. Damn it. Ben Graham doesn't get to change back from the thing. He stays with
3: Fucking Dr. Alec Holland doesn't go from swamp thing to beautiful Alec Holland. You have to fucking. I mean, to me, you lose all character importance if you do the, I get to change, because that ruins the point. It's not about, like, okay, say you have a horrible temper, or a, it's not about, like, how, oh, I get to freak out on people, then I get to be nice and change back. No. Like Banner. That's not the way it is, you know? Once you have a personality, you usually stick with that, and people view you as that yeah, personality. I, I, I didn't... I did, you don't I did get to transform like back that and that fucking forth at Once will. he
1: became a monster, he... Sh- and he even had, like, an initiation right to become the monster, mm-hmm. and, like... <clears throat>
4: He's tested by the blood of Baphomet or whatever. Right. And
3: it's like, why he was he even dreaming about Midian anyway? If only monsters get, to in, get invited, why the fuck? If he has to still get initiated to become a monster, yeah, but, or, well, this is, or it's I, a prophecy.
4: There, there's something within him that was always drawing him there. It was just... He, you know, because this is preordained, apparently, that he was eventually going to be bitten by Peliquin because uh, Shirazazi has a dream of Boone the way yeah, she Boone has dreams yeah. of them.
3: You know, so, so they're all. They That's why I kind of wish, like, path. maybe as a kid, maybe he would have committed one murder or, you know, something to prove he's a fucking monster. <laughs> you know? Because whatever you say, his name Narcissi or whatever his name is? Narcissi. Narcissi. Barker
4: said it was Narcissi, but... Narcissi, Narcissi, Narcissi yeah. Is that, yeah.
3: So it's like, I mean, he... Obviously proved he was a monster. He's fucked and weird. Oh, yeah, he's like a necrophiliac. He fucking likes to. He's already got thumb razor things. Yeah, that I'm sure well, is for something. Well, some Boone becomes day. a
4: monster that you know after because he's been bitten by Pelican. After he's died, he right. resurrected, so now he's that, a dead man walking he's,
5: around. But he would find have, somewhere where he could be forgiven for but, what he was. But he wouldn't have dreams
3: about Midian if he wasn't already a monster. That's what I'm trying There's to say. No, I, th- I think Travis. I
6: mean, you hit it on the head when you said that they want to have their cake and eat it too I mean so uh, what doesn't sell tickets is a guy that stays a monster what does you know gets its it becomes even maybe a date movie because they have the romance in there you know I mean from a corporate or a studio aspect you want the leading man to be able to turn back into the le- leading man so he can well, you know well, but there's something some... that they can identify with when they go to the theater and they can see this good-looking guy go and save you know all these monsters, these well, but, see, monsters. but see
5: the thing is we're saying monsters actually the creep it was man that was the monsters in this movie. Yeah, well, it wasn't that's the creature. The, that's the, that's you know? what
4: this movie, I think, the intention is. It's like, in this movie, the monsters are... Like, I don't think you know that... Aside from the fact that we watched an intro where Clive Barker said the monsters are supposed to be sympathetic, uh, watching the movie, it's like you know the first experience that you have with the monsters, Pelican and the guy with the big forehead, like they seem somewhat fearsome,
3: right? I mean, yeah. like it wants to eat. You know, well, one guy's a blue devil, <laughs> yeah.
4: With a what's with that? The it's uh, not looking it's like a bullfighter, it looks like a gypsy. Uh, it's like the it's the thing the bullfighters wear. They're Is like it like a Spanish? Like yeah, a, yeah,
3: yeah. I thought he looked like a Roma. <laughs>
5: yeah, there's there's. there's he was, uh, he was always a cool-looking character. Though. He's, yeah. oh, no, he's he's definitely one
3: of the cool... Like, what, like I said, I think the most interesting character uh, designs in this movie have the least to do. And I'm like, oh, he looks awesome. <laughs> I want him to be like something to do.
4: Yeah, I mean, you remember... Well, that's, the, I guess, the thing. There's a lot of character monster designs in this. I think at one point, this kind of... Held, uh, like a Guinness World Record oh, yeah. for having the most, like, on set made up monsters. Whoa. Like, beating, like, the Star Wars films or Whoa. something like that. For But I'm sure that's been surpassed. You Ain't know, cause no I keep thinking, like, when they actually, oh. cause, uh, you know, Boone goes to Midian after he's, he's killed. Lori follows him there because she's in love with him and wants to find out what happened to him you know, and, and realize somebody stole the body or she thinks he's still alive and goes down into uh, you know this underground city, and we finally get to see it for the first time. And there's this huge set which they actually built, which Tom said reminded him of.
1: Uh, it it looked the like Goblin Zion. King.
4: Uh, it the was
1: God- the, the 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 Goblin King layer, and Goblin the King layer, and the first. Oh, so this hiding. one they actually built. finger
4: in the eye, finger in the eye. Yeah, good. So it's a big sound stage with like all these suspended rope bridges and all that stuff. And there's this menagerie of creatures, just that we get to see. Some of them were, you know, these people made up in this design for like one shot. One you know? shot. I mean, yeah. there there are certain ones that are uh, focused on more, which is like Pelican, the guy with the big, you know, uh, Jay Leno. Ja- yeah, the Jay Leno. The jaw, Moon Man. Uh, the guy who has the the big fat guy Kinski with the two is his name.
3: Yeah, that it's weird like, fat guy with the. Yeah. Dude, the I was thinking was like too oh, too man, if this movie now, was directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> if this movie was directed by Tim Burton. This movie would have been awesome. Well, this movie was made to be directed by Tim Burton. The did. guy with the two like snake <laughs> yeah. things that come out of his belly. Yeah, they, didn't show, they didn't
5: show pictures of the actor, but there's a character called Onaka, and when he's got that samurai knot in the back. I'm assuming that's who he is—the guy with the two tentacle arms. Mm. Oh, show, oh, I tried that. to find images of all the characters, and they didn't show a few of them. So, oh like, Ashbury, I thought he's the, the weird poor guy voice. that burned up. That's not—he's the, the priest. Yeah, yeah. there
4: goes well, the the, you know It's like the, the narrative is <laughs> overloaded with characters. Overloaded? I don't know. Is yeah, I think like, so. Because well, got,
3: they have no importance. They show it well, to you. No,
4: no. Oh, well, I'm saying, beside aside from the like, there's the monsters, but then there's also like a roster of human characters that come. In. There's yeah. uh there's the uh police, the police chief Igerman. There's right? yeah,
3: another Charles inspector. another inspector.
4: Lewis. There's uh help me out here. Uh, other, well, I mean those Lord. are like significant, well, like you know, basically, basically Decker Decker, the, the Laurie,
3: Detective Joyce <laughs> the priest, uh the yeah, the inspector the black inspector guy, the yeah. uh, Joyce, the yeah. crazy uh cop guy. Yeah. So those That's are like the primary like five people <laughs>
4: human people, and then the primary night breed are uh Narcisse, well Boone, Narcisse, Lori, California. Rachel, her
3: the daughter. Guy. Uh,
4: Shinsazi. Yeah, the Shinnesazi, the porcupine woman. Uh, that's awesome. porn by the way. guy. That's a the, cool yeah, design. I mean, there's like a, a number of them that get more screen time and than Lylesburg. the rest of them. Yeah. Lilesburg, the Moses type character who leads the night breed. You know,
6: with some of them, you just can't. I mean, like, there's <clears throat> monsters that, like, they're stuck on the floor for practical reasons. Okay. And, you know, I mean, like, they're. Turkey man? <laughs> yeah. Turkey like, man. They're, that was a cool I design. think somebody said it looks like a pile of shit on the floor. And that's, yeah, you know, I like, think she's, she's Tom. Big sure. Eloquently <laughs> put, Tom. Eloquently put, sir. One thing
3: I want to say, though, man, I swear to God, though. So think of okay, think of think of Boone's face with all the squiggly lines and blah blah. blah. Okay, now Tribal think of, exactly. Yeah, now yeah. think of how much that's used in fucking movies nowadays. That's yeah. always used for monsters nowadays. It's monsters so and much. demons always yeah. use that that sort of circular like what like <clears throat> like hell even Hellboy. Hellboy had those circular yeah, right. things yeah. all over his well, uh, his, his, his Hellboy, hand of doom or whatever. Uh,
4: I've, you know, it's like Hellboy's the last time, I mean, that I've seen like that kind of uh, in the troll market, right, in Hellboy 2. Right. You kind of get that same kind of... Uh, it's yeah. like a most
3: Eisley. <clears throat>
4: yeah, here's a bunch of monsters that we're just going to see for, you know, <laughs> it's, it's just... It's, Land. it's a chance for like, and there's a know, weird like <clears throat> <clears throat> for like character designers to just kind of run wild and come up with all these crazy things that we're going to pop use to populate these things. Yeah. I appreciate that kind of stuff because it's very like, you know... Well, uh, you know, I mean, you can see then, like these little flashes of like this, you know, it's a world imagination. Yeah, there were. Yeah,
3: I mean, in the Star Wars universe, <laughs> I mean, like like my brother's the type of person that knows the individual like species names and the planets that every most likely fucking alien belongs to. And it's like Jesus Christ! All it is is a little scene that like points to them, yeah. but then that inspires people to be like, "Where the fuck is that?" Then? Yeah, but it all- sets
5: off your inner detective. It but just,
3: yeah, is, but it's all gone now. That, to me, that's actually what. <laughs> no, to it's me, not. that's actually it's the not. same power comic books have. You see something intric like Iron Man. What? Where the fuck, What's that about? Yeah. You see something visually so appealing and weird that you just have to know yeah. more well, about. But it. But I think
4: that that is still like the primary like appeal to me of this movie is right. like it, it does have, monster, have that the yeah, creature feature. Yeah, it's this creature feature. Like I, you know, it's like because I was sitting there even while we were watching it, I'm like, what is the closest movie? That you you know that you could compare it to this, like well,
6: either as because maybe or- for our, for our listeners because they might be screaming right now. Like just say it. it's. I mean, re- most recently it's Guardians of the Galaxy, right?
1: Most, yeah, most recently yeah. Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy.
6: Yeah. It's oh. Absolutely, Guardians. I
3: would have to think, really and then Hellboy oh, two would have been second. It's about yeah. a man. It's about yeah. a man that belongs in the real world. Well, no, I'm just saying that. I would say it's Avatar.
6: I'm just saying, we're, we're talking. Oh, about, oh, it is no, no. We're talking about showcasing the, that like, many the monsters all in one spot. Oh, yeah, I mean yeah, that's sure. yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you meant. Yeah, well, I either Actual way. story, <laughs> the actual story uh, of a oh. man
3: being an outsider and whatever until he goes over to the supposed uh, bad side outsider yeah, group out and then actually- finds out. They're actually normal people. <laughs> yeah. And now quick. I have to say, them from Narnia. being destroyed.
5: The final battle. Yeah. yeah? All the creatures in that. The oh, centaurs, yeah. the, you yeah. know, Cent- all the different creatures in
6: there.
4: Yeah. yeah. I just wonder if it, I mean, I don't even know something that's contemporary to this movie that's like, you know, I mean, maybe like Return of the Living Dead, you get a lot of zombies or something. Well, but I mean. I the mean, fact that they could design a bunch of different things, Well, that, yeah. like each one of them, it's cool, you know, kind of like in a Star Wars movie. I would Wars, say way. like. I know there was a book Night Night like The Night Before <laughs> There, well, maybe, yeah. You know, okay. something yeah, like that yeah, where you yeah. got all these Halloween town yeah, Or Beetlejuice or something. Yeah. But, like, where you could, like, they made a, a Nightbreed book that came out at the time that this uh, was released. Oh, yeah? That actually had, like, all of the, you know, like, these stills of all the creatures that were created. And that's why people knew him, there was like,
3: more They Clive to Barker's the movie original paintings. Maybe. Because that's what, like, fucks me up about, like, the more I look into Clive Barker's, like, paintings, when I see his When I see his, like, his sculpture designs and his toy designs, then I actually see his paintings. It's like the guy's got a weird paint style. It's almost, I don't want to say children bookish. It's like like sketch-like or something, It's almost like Tim Burton's. It's kind of cartoony, but kind of still, like, it's edgy and gritty, but kind of cartoony. It looks weird. Yeah, But...
4: But it's, a st- it it's fucking a transfers. Style. Like
3: it looks like. Oh my god, that looks exactly like what his painting look like. Like what, what's her name? The the porcupine lady, Shunasazi. Like Shurisazi? Yeah. She fucking. If you look at his original painting of her or any pencil art of her, I mean, it fucking. Lo- I mean, they just. Put her on screen. I mean, yeah. he has such a weird visual yeah, fucking yeah. idea of, of the. I mean, just look at the Hellraiser people.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well, I know. like, that's uh, well, that's one of the, the things. Well, I'm trying to think like a Florida of illusions. So Clive Barker made three movies and then, you know, retired, uh, but it was Hellraiser. Nightbreed, and Lord of Illusions,
5: right? Right, so right? I'm
4: trying to think, like, if Lord of Illusions... It has a strong yeah, had all It the, the
5: people that did stuff to themselves, but not necessarily creatures. Right, yeah. I
3: mean, they did have, like, the weird skull face guy, you know... Yeah, but those Hellraiser guys, like you remember the
4: Cenobites? Like, like, oh,
5: yeah. I remember. Mm-hmm. I
3: remember. He came out with a toy line called Tortured Souls that were, yeah,
5: they were supposed to. Those are fucking awesome.
3: and they're so scary. Like to me, they like changed the way I see a demon in hell. Like, oh my god, it's not just like the beast with the wings and the horns. Like they could be like so weird and distorted. You know, the weird features and mm. uh. The weird SNM fucking bullshit. Like, I think yeah. they just sold a
5: series of those on Comic Book Men in the first Did season. They? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, so
3: yeah. So, he goes to Midian, and I don't know. It's like, oh, yeah, look at the weird roster. Look at that weird roster. Look at that weird <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: roster. <laughs> and then, it's, so, but Decker also arrives in Midian, and then but he brings the, uh, the redneck uh, uh, police force and the townspeople, apparently. Uh, Operation to, hate, as we yeah. like to call it. Yeah. Oh to, my yeah. god. Like crazy. Like, exterminate yeah. all of, so it's like, yeah, cause it's just like, what did, you know, like, it really, what, how did this actually, Get going! It's like Decker goes up there and says, "There's freaks up there, booms yeah. up there." The rest How did he of he
3: convince people they're... that there's a world of monsters. Yeah. Well, I would, think, I
5: would yeah. think the yeah. doctor. Yeah. I would think the doctor coming out, going, "He's got no pulse." Is what finally pushed yeah. the sheriff yeah. over yeah. the edge to go, "Let's go get
4: him, boys!" Yeah, there's something right. weird going on in median so they rally like
5: all of the and yeah, it's hilarious.
4: And I don't think these scenes were in the theatrical cut. You have to remind which one? The stuff with all the redneck uh, townspeople. To it's to very degree, much
5: not not like it was. It was ridiculous.
4: Uh, the, it, it reminds me of that scene in the original Dawn of the Dead where, like, all the oh, guys wow. are, like, gearing up to go hunt the zombies. And yeah. you see, like, all that, you know, and they play banjo
3: music and stuff. I was going to say, like, I mean, the wi like Yeah, the, uh, yeah. Well, it's no, no, no. ridiculous. Yeah, but
4: me. it is, in this movie, it does read as, like, so, what would you say, over the top. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. this they, is, they, is they,
5: rednecks, they, time, Well, they 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 they're all running it. around with those buffalo hats with the horns yeah, on so, I just picked yeah, that up this time. Like, at the bar, there's, like, buffalo days or whatever. I don't, I mean, are you...
3: Are you sure they just didn't shoot this in Canada? This no, is supposed got, to take place in Canada. Yeah, she says yeah, we got to get could. out to Calgary for yeah. a couple days. We're I didn't hear go any stories the... or yeah, no, no a
4: boot
5: or
3: or cares. cares. That's Sorry what I was gonna say. Can. Let's get yeah.
6: the cares. I was gonna say that when we first started, so we'll <laughs> tell you what it's all a boot. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think you'd be
3: the security guard.
6: I think I think you know, what it know. is is the social commentary is so on the head that they had to change it from America to Canada just to kind of so know, they didn't
5: look like they were bashing us. Yeah, because we don't care if they bash Canada. It was right. Yeah, we don't. care. It's a slightly. of hand. Unless you're a fan, and you're in Canada, and then it's, we care. I mean, yeah.
3: I almost, so, this movie makes me feel bad for hillbilly. I almost feel like they're the victims <laughs> of this don't, movie. Don't. Like, there, no, I, I have, do. This movie isn't about how monsters are victimized. It's about how. Hillbillies are like, what the, this is like a, well, this is like blackface for fucking it is white quite, well, it, like It, it, it is kind of interesting
4: that, that it's trying to take a subject and say like monsters are usually one-dimensional in movies, and so now it's going to give them a more dimension. Here's, the, well, they live together and they have like, you know, kids and there's all this other stuff. And, and they so, the you know, like, farm. You know, love the monsters. <laughs> And look at these one-dimensional, now, hillbillies yeah. coming. I mean, it's, like, yeah. it's the flip it's, uh, of the, it's, the it's, it's typical It's social commentary. Monster, the mo- uh, the
1: mo- well, right. it's
3: social well, I think that's it's my problem is. with, like, any liberal view. It's usually, it's a it's, little bit more... You know, but it's, it's too not, thought out. It's, it's like really you know, what it's, what man I
5: envies mean, he destroys, and like they say in a lot of movies, you know, what man doesn't understand he destroys. So if, if you ever look, look that, at
6: a, look at a white man in a Spike Lee film, and oh, it, you'll, here you, you'll see it. I mean, it's there. You know, it's the same thing. It's a one dimensional character coming into this complex society, this community that it's whatever the director is. You know, yeah. 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 Really? But traditionally, and, those
4: are flipping the point of view around because they're like yeah. trying to say, usually in movies. You present the other side from a one-dimensional, right? And and
5: I I don't watch a lot of his films, but I like Clockers. I thought they balanced it out a little bit better between the detectives, Uh, yeah. But yeah, I think it's the same. they in a character that here, here's this cookie-cutter character. We're going to stick him in here. He's he doesn't feel right because we're more evolved than he is. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. It's
3: just yeah, that's the. I mean, yeah. To me, you're kind of like I don't know what what is it. But this,
6: Pop,
5: obviously. I mean, oh, let's not go there. But
6: I mean, I, I don't know why we're dancing around it. Obviously, because it's a minefield. But <laughs> go ahead, tap dance. <laughs> I mean,
1: this is it's a not, sorry, it's okay. Freak. I'm sorry. Okay, this is okay,
3: okay, Clyde Barker is a homosexual male. All right. So go, this Travis. is his. This is his way of saying, "Hey, I've always been seen as a freak." And we're the not outcast. like this. We're nice people, and you know, oh, I've always had to go this way. I mean, the guy's been a horror writer. I mean, not only a homosexual. I mean, just being. I mean, we're into horror. People think, oh, you know, all horror people are yeah, serial killers, serial killer, and killer. Yeah. Or da, da 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 da. So I'm not saying just. I'm not saying just him being a homosexual had anything to do with it alone but just your interest in right. sci-fi, he's, he's, fantasy, art. Well, that's how you
4: can art. interpret it in multiple ways, I think. Right. Like, yeah, it's not just... That. It's just... Yeah. Well, yeah.
5: but we all know that, whether it be we were horror geeks, or we were comic geeks, or in my case, both. Correct. You know, we were always kind of the outcast, so we understand yeah. how that feels. You well,
4: know? I mean, like I was telling the guys earlier, it's like when... You know, it's like when I saw this movie in 1990, it read to me as like, you know, this is the movie about the outsider that's usually, you know the persecuted one in horror movies. Yeah. You know, it's like, so now we're actually saying like, the, you know, and I mean, as a kid, I would identify with like the Frankenstein monster or something like that. You know, he was always being chased around and like, why are they chasing I was like, Wait. yeah, it's the misunderstood monster. Actually, Frankenstein probably f- fills in you know the most I think of you know how I respond to this movie. It's like this is the Frankenstein story. The creature from the creature's point of view, yeah. as the villagers, you know, the, but, the, the even, gorges, but even arch, Frankenstein's
3: revenge was the monster's own undoing. <laughs> and,
2: yeah. uh, the, and I mean, that's what
3: these movies always miss. They always try to have that revenge, but they always miss that dude. That revenge is also your own fucking undoing. Right, yeah, God yeah, damn yeah. it! You know you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs>
6: it's yeah well, it's, line. do not cross it yeah. well and, and this you know I mean but they don't hear they lose everything basically there's only a few of them left at the well, end he of has the to, movie he has to take him to the new promise. He has land to go yeah
5: because rebuild. he's the, he's Moses he's
4: Moses at that point or Jesus or whatever he Whoever. has to destroy many in usses. order to save it yeah. you know and bring uh,
5: oh. I'm going to hell for that one
4: <clears throat> yeah um, but yeah, I mean, the other the other side that you can read it, I mean, and this is the thing, we were watching it tonight, you know, is uh, like, you know, Clive Barker being gay, you're reading gay into, like, everything that happens in the movie, and it's like, oh, my God. This is like, you know, the night breeze. The well, un- they live in an underground
3: city where, you know, they hang. Well, you were saying. Look at how but, in, like, but all the time. But, okay, it, it, <clears> I mean, but it's not. Oh, I mean, I just want to defend the, uh, you know, just so it doesn't seem like we're gay bashing. No, I, not, think, not, it, not, I, I think it's because Clive Barker makes- is so sexual. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Hellraiser. Clive Barker is well, a fucking yeah. sexual writer. I mean, he well, we doesn't hide it. Human he doesn't. Yeah. It's one of those, like, Jesus,
1: Clive. Fucking. Well, I it a You know?
3: Okay. But I think you're supposed to hide it a little bit. If if you
4: read the movie that way, which I think we can, you know, now that we, we, you know, it's like, uh, now that just having watched it, I think, you know, you can read it as Decker is like, the way that he responds to Boone, if you listen to like his dialogue, the first thing that they say to each other when Boone calls him up, he says like, would you miss me? You know? (laughs) I think, and toward the end, when Decker shows back up again, he says, Oh, God, what did he say? But it was something, again, it was very familiar. Right. It's like, Decker is the jilted lover, right? Right. He's upset that Boone is now seeing Lori. Lori represents the pull of heterosexuality. Boone is, like, going the gay way to Uh Well, to well Boone, yeah, right? no, Boone was,
3: I think Boone was the gay way, and he showed Decker, he showed Decker Midian. Okay, so Decker's like... I have to kill it. Oh, so
5: his own self-loathing. Yeah, Uh, Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) cracked it.
5: I am now incredibly <laughs> uncomfortable with this movie. <laughs>
3: but this is all just
5: well, our own yeah, really life. The only yeah, thing. we just reading this into doesn't this.
3: mean this is what the movie's about. We're just
5: reading it. No, see this it. is oh this my God. God. what I'm finding knows, things well. that aren't there.
4: But, but, <laughs> no, but this is what I enjoy yeah. about horror films, you know, <laughs> as like a genre, they are able to deal like if you saw a movie that was about what well, we're saying this movie's about as subtext on its surface he wouldn't go fucking see this. Right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean um, it just it may it, not be interesting that's to what's you, what's so but great you though. can get it these themes across in well, a well, horror yeah. movie and where there's, it's like it's not the the surface is it's a monster movie. You can appreciate it as a monster movie. And right. then there's this like other
3: same so thing with sci fi, you can just deal with but, like, who wants to well, go see a yeah. my mother's dying with cancer? Yeah. Hey, Let's make it your mother's dying of an alien fucking impregnation. Yeah, well, awesome. How
5: old is Clive Barker now? I mean, uh, his, uh, 60s, 60s, uh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. So, like in that era, in the 1960s, I don't know if you guys remember, it was actually referred to in JFK when Kevin Bacon's character is talking. He talked about the the homosexual underground, and now you've got a whole class of the people live underground. underground. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, they're hiding from mm-hmm. society. Well, it's right.
5: also I think that
4: relationship, if we're reading it that way, is carried out like almost all the way to the end. How does he kill? How does Boone kill Decker? Right? He penetrates him. Uh, he, he has a. He has a
5: growth coming out of his body. It's foul. That he impales Decker. On. <laughs> well, but they've always said that. They've always said that about stabbings in movies. Jeez, it's it's is. about the penetration. The yeah, penetration. he yeah.
4: penetrates Decker to kill him. That is the final like way that he gets points. The... Yeah,
5: so
4: it's totally there. Then he throws it off a cliff. I he need a shower. Cliff. <laughs> and then he goes back up to Laurie, and Laurie's like, you know, you got to stay with me.
5: And, and he's this like, is the
6: nail can't. in the coffin, right? Yeah. here. <laughs> the nail in the coffin of. Of the homosexuality tendencies throughout, yeah.
5: The time. Well, but well, this is all. This is all. So you know, I got, cut, I got,
3: I got break, night breed, not, baby.
6: <laughs> I got to break up with you because I'm I'm,
1: I'm night breed,
6: <laughs> and, and that's when and that's, that's when, go. when it's
5: raining. Men should have queued, up. A go
6: a go. Go. queued up. <laughs> up, But so, so, so that was Laurie, Gary. By the way, Lori to <laughs> keep <Keith Lewis> doing <laughs> with her? Travis on vocals. Well, actually,
4: yeah. But I mean, that does play like in this cut. So maybe if if this is the if this is the intention of the movie, that story between Laurie and Boone does like accentuate this a little more strongly in this movie that she is like you know stay with me I love you and I want you to stay right. it's with like me God this whole God. time and we're you're supposed being to be together she says yeah we're supposed yeah. to be together she and yeah. she, oh
3: because he's like I don't want it he walked away and she fucking killed herself to like make him bite her and turn her in the
6: beginning of the film she was like just tell the doctor whatever tell him you're good you're cured you know like she she was she was trying to turn him from the beginning of the film she was doc
3: blocking
5: him does it look doc doc blocking
3: (laughs) (laughs) so she like forces him basically he could have had all this weird monster strange for the rest of eternity and now he's gonna be fucking
2: stuck with her
5: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Imagine it. Imagine And she's a shitty singer oh So yeah You gotta yeah, listen to oh that Oh god too. yeah Let's talk that's about added. I'm surprised Yeah let's go Let's go back to the real
3: monster Of this movie <laughs> And that's the fucking cover Of Johnny Get Angry oh. oh my god I love that song man That's a great classic song Johnny Get Angry I forget well, who well originally that, does that it That
5: scene in the garage Where yeah. she comes in She did look good <sighs> But then, yeah, I got to go rehearse. Oh, yeah, okay, you Katie should rehearse or more. Or like that. No, <laughs> it's like a song from like the 50s. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Johnny get
3: angry. Oh, Johnny oh, okay. get mad.
5: Yeah. Yeah, we'll
3: somebody
4: else that's, that's my mood. Yeah, that's the song. Yeah, yeah. There is a yeah because in this version we learn that uh, Lori is like a
5: lounge singer or whatever she's saying. Oh, it's it
3: like no, she's like trying to be like it's and supposed to be like a. Uh, she's
5: Diane Lane in Streets of Fire without right. the backup band. Yes, because that band was yeah. boring.
1: I, <laughs> yes. I was I was honestly expecting William Defoe to bust in, kidnap her, in. <laughs> Kidnapper. and kidnap her. It's and we,
4: we find out Pelican. that Boone is a mechanic. Yes. Yeah, you didn't know that before.
3: No, That was a pointless yeah, but, scene, too, because yeah, that was like an introduction scene, right? Yeah, yeah that, was so that, scene that was not of weird. scene. scene was not like the kiss. introduction of a character. In, yeah, yeah, in
4: the script, I remember, like, they show a little bit of it in the special features, and I think, like, after the dream, it, like, goes to, like, you see Sparks, and that becomes him oh. with a welder, and I'm like... Did they take that scene and put it in the wrong place? It seemed like, dude, it totally So that's revisionist. Like that they like, they probably didn't have that there the very first Because I
3: never, it. like, I mean, when you get into the movie, you can feel those beats, right? Yeah, you can feel yeah. like, oh god, that's why this movie had three fucking endings. You know, you can feel the beats, like wrap up, roll cri- no. <laughs>
6: <laughs> roll, cri- but it also what? feels like they're setting up for a sequel, too. Yeah, it does.
4: Because at the end of it, the, the priest, Ash, Ashbury, Ash
1: Burry? He's going to burn them all.
4: Ashbury gets, get, you know, he's a Catholic priest who's a drunk, who's in the drunk tank. The cops, the rednecks, take him with them to Midian, where he uh, he becomes like, you know, you're killing children. This is wrong. And he has to see what's down there, uh, you know, in, beneath Midian. And he sees Baphomet. And I think it's, again, like, you know... We're it was talking burned he, by then, Yeah, he's burned by Baphomet's blood. It's another yeah. thing about and seeing... And he becomes like, now I can I can sense their god out in the world, and I'm going to hunt it down and kill them all. And that's, like, this weird, like,
6: lead-off for, like, Nightbreed, the TV show. Like, today, or, like... that would be the end credits scene. Like, after the credits. So he yeah, he's like, going to yeah, he's oh, he's yeah. kill them all? Yeah, he's kill them all. Yeah. And destroy them all. Or something it was like
4: weird. That. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I he's a that. Nightbreed who was changed by the god who wants revenge. On all of them now, for the way and that whole subplot, the priest is like missing, yeah. Primarily from the the theatrical cut. Yeah. yeah.
3: Now what? I want to talk real briefly uh, before we get into wrap ups about the novel Cabal. Right. Like I haven't read it. It's one of the only Clive Barker things. I read like, it. I haven't read it. What's so? What, what are the differences? What are the big differences between? Oh God. Okay. The, so I
4: read it so long ago. Yeah, I, mean, I, I want to
3: say. I mean, from my my.
4: <laughs> my wickedness? memory is my memory of it <laughs> is that this is our closer adaptation to what the book is I really man
3: with Clive yeah, writing it. yeah. it's, it's got be relatively close. I mean I think it's it's a little less explicit
4: than the book is because I remember there being like a sex scene in the jail cell when Boone and Laurie are reunited. that's not in this, well, that, but I think like the ending. I don't remember if Ashbury's in it or not, but I, I mean, I, I remember Midian gets destroyed and like Boone has to like you know take them to another place, and that's basically how it wraps
5: up. Well, and the other thing in this version, it doesn't show Decker at the end where he comes back to life, did it? I didn't see no,
4: because I, that I, in the theatrical. Well, the theatrical yeah, the also end, changes allows Narcisse to live,
5: right? Right, because like he's he like if you by Decker, he's yeah. like
4: you will need me, and you know I'll be there or whatever. Yep. And Laurie and. and Boone are taken off to go somewhere, and Narcisse is alive. Well,
5: and that's the thing, and it never shows, it never shows um, uh, Eigerman coming back It's Darth Maul, that's not in there, (laughs) and the the priest choking him out, yeah, that's not in there, and then, but it shows, it says, I have seen their God, and he burned me, and I want to burn him back, and then, that is the other one? No, that's in in the original, and then that's when uh, he's got Decker up almost in a crucified position, and then Decker's... Oh, back.
3: so like, Decker's like back his back Christ?
5: Yes. yes. Crazy. Yeah. Huh. Oh, fuck. yeah. Decker I I becomes like his guy. Decker <laughs> becomes his. Decker guy. Become his,
3: I kind of like that. <laughs> 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 Crazy? So, huh? Weird. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: this is weird. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit.
1: Weird. I had some other points. I'm sorry. It was, I'm but sorry, sorry, no,
4: I don't know. That's all right. It was just before we wrap up. But yeah, do we want to I wrap just, it? just, you know, I mean. The, the other thing I think about, you know, the finale of this movie, it's like it kind of does, like, go all out bug nuts crazy by the end of it. When <laughs> when you're under, you know, minions exploding, there's... Well, because everything explodes in, in the 90s. Yeah, and dude. there's people running around everywhere, and, it, and they unleash these berserkers, which are these, like, giant...
3: They were awesome! ...rubber yeah.
4: creature suits that, you know... Are
3: they were awesome. Pretty, they look like every yeah. creature of hell I've ever... Like, if you play, like video games like Splatterhouse or like like, they just look like the monsters of the fucking like I think that's one thing Clyde Barker really did he changed the ideas of the design of demons and shit he just fucking oh man knocked it out of the ballpark like say, like those are scary images, man. Yeah, you can tell they all have football pads as like one of the building blocks of right. the monster suit because they all had those same similar like shoulder yeah. arch. Yeah. But still, I, I thought they were fucking
6: cool looking. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I like this. Under, there's this underworld order to these monster, this monster world, you know, where like they do still like they gotta lock these guys up because they're the really bad monsters, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean? like they we were the lost tribe or whatever. The fuck, yeah, right? yeah. Oh well,
4: shit. They- they- well, actually, that's the thing that this also, this one restores, is there's an uh, Inquisition sequence yeah. or something like well, that. No, that's like in that. the original. As long as this?
5: Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. okay. Right. Yeah, that was,
5: I was, that was what well, I thought was going to be extended. shows the past I was all or whatever. Excited.
4: Yeah, and, they show the past and how, like, you know, I mean, I, I thought there was a Nazi boot. The the evil yeah, it yeah. space yeah. gun. Yeah. yeah, and there were guys yeah. with, uh, you know, the clan hats. This is like a flashback where you see, it's very stylized. You see all these monsters being persecuted by... You persecuted
3: know, like, by the fucking Christians.
4: Because yeah. yeah, the totally
1: Inquisition's here and here to stand. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. All <laughs> <laughs> <Are> three <Right. laughs>
3: weapons are a surprise.
6: <laughs> and it's told or it's seen through the eyes of a child. She's the one that Well, Babette Be- yeah. shows that to Lori. And then Laurie flashes back
5: and sees it all. Cause I, that's why I always like that scene where all I like the skulls' eyes lit up and, yeah. I like yeah. the idea
3: of, uh, of like, what, what would you even call that? Lineal memory or like memory that survives through genes and through, uh, genetic memory? Would you call that genetic memory? Yeah, well, yeah because genetic memory. know well, we don't know. We well, don't know supposedly, if the was there or not, there's know? an awesome, yeah. uh, there's an awesome part in uh, the original Planet of the Apes novel where that's how the, that's how all the monkeys find out the past about the humans is they're able to tap into the brain and every human actually has the entire, entire human history, you know, in our brains. We mm-hmm. all remember it subconsciously, you know, because we all come from the same seed, right? right yeah. You know, or whatever the fuck. Interesting idea. it's already Okay. Masters. Masters, the
0: mail. I've got the mail. So many letters. Our followers are rising. Rising.
4: On this week's mailbag segment, we got a comment from uh, Dom Cree on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. If you want to have your voice heard on Saturday Night Freak Show, Get a hold of us on Facebook.com slash Saturday Night Freak Show. Uh, This is about the Nightmare on Elm Street 3 episode, or past episode. Dom says, cool episode, guys. Got a big laugh out of Gary and his aerobicide review. Ha, ha, ha. (laughs) Truly awesome. Would have loved to have heard Travis singing Dream Warriors as per last episode as the intro. We're the Dream
2: Warriors!
4: There you go. (laughs)
5: No more. <laughs> you ask, we deliver. There you go. Uh,
4: yep. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, thanks again.
6: Well, thank you, Dom, for listening. Yes, that's awesome. Fantastic. There and wasn't Dom, really a question, Dom. There, you right? keep sending movies
5: our way. We'll keep reviewing them. We have no standards. I will look through them all. Send them. The, send them our way, buddy.
3: <laughs> hey, so, let's wrap it
5: up. <laughs> uh, Nightbreed.
3: Holy Nightbreed. shit.
6: Holy Hellcats! Holy uh, Hellcats!
3: I like that. We're gonna—that's the name of copyright Saturday Night Fries
6: Show. The Holy Hellcats. Holy Hellcats! <laughs> Tom, <laughs> no. Uh, this, <laughs> <laughs> this movie is. Uh, it's the first time I've seen it. This movie is the first time I've seen it. To wrap up, butcher the English language. That's, that's anyway the you beast want.
5: talking, not yeah.
6: not the man. The beast. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Um, it's it's good. It's it's something that you should watch. You should check out because it, it as bri- It's so brilliant because it is dealing, and I think it is. We I think we figured it out tonight. I think it's solidified. This is a story about. Um, uh, class of people uh, of the homosexual descent that are, you know, it's it's a story like about their persecution, really, and you can see that in the film. I don't think that we're, I don't think that we're reading into this. I think that it's there, but also the cool thing is, is it shows that I mean, for anybody out there that feels that you are, uh misunderstood, or you don't feel like you're wanted, or you feel like you're you know, you can't be yourself this movie says that you can be, you know. I mean this movie is for everybody. It's not it's not just the homosexuals. It's unless
1: you're a redneck.
6: Unless you're a redneck. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can't. Thanks, Tom. I was getting on my soapbox. He that's he kicked me off. That's perfect. Yeah. Um this movie is fantastic. Um you should check it out. I highly recommend it. I haven't seen the original, so I don't know if uh oh, interesting. I don't know, like, yeah. I don't have anything to base it off of, other than I mean, I would say watch this cut because there's a lot of monsters and it's a lot of fun. Watch it, love it. Right. Mm.
2: Mm. Mm. Oh, mm.
3: oh no! Yeah, uh, it just get colder. <laughs> I'm gonna cover my glass <laughs> so it doesn't spin it.
1: Yeah, uh, well, I, you know, I I, d- I kind of disagree with Brent <laughs> on the uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> That's like saying Hitler kind of disagrees with the Jewish people, but go ahead. Uh, it was man, it, the it, okay. So the I haven't seen the original. This is my first time seeing it. Uh, apparently, the added scenes, the the beginning of this movie is extremely well like drawn out. It seems like it's way too long. Um, so I mean, like I think the whatever was cut out probably. Should have been cut out. Um, It was. uh, It's you know. I I tend to not really like. Like I I saw the you know the statement that I was trying to make, and it shoved it in my face. And I don't.
2: That's what he was was going for. Here we go.
1: Uh, And uh, I, I, I tend to. You know, I tend to not like movies that shove that stuff in your face. I mean, I'm not talking about the... Pff. At least she didn't say down your throat. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I, I thought wow. Captain America 2 was shoving, like, the...
3: Hey! The hey let's face. let's yeah. save that for another fucking time. I, 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 we don't have time to even I, touch on that shit. When
1: when, when you <laughs> shove the stuff on my face, I, I, I it's just... It's just blatant and it's just like uh um the monster designs were were, we're kind of cool for the for the time I I thought Boone should have I think he he, he could have been cooler. He he lacked monster. Like, he liked monster and like he was like I'm the lead monster but he never really I'm not all the well that's what
3: the movie's about. He's not all the way monster, man. Right. She was trying to get him <laughs> back to the uh yeah. natural side. That's why I they can call fix her natural. You. <laughs> natural they're naturals right
1: natural they're, natural. they're night breed, they're naturals <laughs> so are um, we the breeders yeah i <laughs> i didn't really uh i didn't really care for it like at all It was. i thought i was gonna i i i thought it was gonna be uh exciting calling kind of
4: <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> shocked Anthony. by this. This is a work of this is a fantasy film. He,
3: it's fantasy. It,
1: no, it, 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 is it? It is. I
3: think the social commentary well, kind me, of exude, like yeah, but see, like even like as Tom
4: Sands, like we weren't pointing it out because like during the movie, uh, it was Travis. You know, because Travis is like, well, because I know that Clyde Barker's <laughs> gay. Once I'm it started, movie as you know, this is a gay filmmaker's talking to you, and so then you know we were you know, talking about it during the film. It, so yeah. I wonder if, like, Tom had if, if, if watched this by himself, if you would have picked up you on it. you
3: think I tainted as, the... Uh,
4: well, because, Tom, <laughs> did you know Clive Barker was gay? No, would well, you I have seen not. it as a gay parable, no, right.
3: So it no, would have been... No, uh,
4: no, I'm not no, saying, you know, obviously no, it's there. But, like, what you're saying now is, like, colored by the fact that, you know, because <laughs> it's, we were talking about colored. it, now it had a political bent to it that wouldn't have been there otherwise. It's
1: colored, it's colored, but... That still wouldn't fix like it would. It wouldn't fix the fact that Boom was just a really lame monster, Uh really lame hero. He uh, wasn't uh, a hero. He
3: lost. Right. Right. Like- yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the <laughs> beginning. the, the
1: beginning being super boring and and, and dull and uh, you know stuff like that. I mean, I would have saw the monster designs as being cool, but that's the the only thing that's positive to take away from this. Um, you know, so. I would uh, avoid it. Maybe, maybe look up the look up the monsters on the internet. Check out the cool monster yeah.
3: Is that the end of your rap? Yeah. <laughs> See, I would actually agree with Tom. I really would. I think, uh, but except for, I mean, I like social. I mean, this is why. This is the reason we make stories. We make stories so that people may read them, and if they haven't experienced something, they can at least. Try to understand what an experience is like or or even like I was actually just reading something about a bunch of of comic books that they're trying to ban or they keep trying to ban from uh, school libraries because, oh, it has sex or it has violence. It's like, yeah, but these are things that exist in our real world. You know, so maybe if these kids read about it in stories, they'll have some experience about it. That way, when they're when they when they are actually faced with it in the real world, they have something. Right. So even though they're inexperienced, a hundred percent with reality, they have some experience right. yeah. in a fictionalized, a fictionalized like they just have some something. They have some sort of fucking frame of reference. Not that that's an awesome thing all the time, because supposedly this is way off base. But supposedly, when. Uh, the reason uh, Hitler and uh, the Germans sucked ass in Russia is because uh, Hitler only read books f- uh, about a guy who who wrote fiction about Russia who had never been to Russia. So so <laughs> and obviously you, you can't learn take from every other yeah. One. <laughs> so you can't take stories like that literally. You know that literally, but still, uh, so even, I agree with you, I don't, this movie to me is a little, uh, eh. it's more about the, like, hey, look at the monsters, oh, there's a monster over there, there's a monster over there, and, uh, you know, yeah, there's the girl, but I'm, I've never liked the whole, I mean, to me, this follows the same sort of story that, like, Lost Boys, and, uh, Near Dark, and the whole, like, I'm turning into a monster, I gotta be here, I love ya, and I gotta be human if I love ya, and then I'm like, eh, like the Twilight, I do feel like this is a predecessor to Twilight. Like, like Twilight is the great grandson of Nightbreed. You know, <laughs> Clive, yeah. I, I I truly believe this. Oh, wow. I truly. Oh, because nowadays we're in that. But I mean, that wasn't look, in the theatrical. But kind. just look at the CW. Uh, look at the every CW show is this. I'm a monster. You know, don't love me, even though I'm a beautiful man. And like I got a little scar <laughs> on my eye, and that makes me a monster. You know, so I do think like this turned into that, you know, I'm not saying that, oh, it's the exact same thing, it's cut from the same cloth, it's so, that? but I do think it's it follows that same idea that, like, people want to feel like, you know, I mean, it is a it, I mean, I guess that's a, uh, a huge dramatic point, right? It's like, you know, I'm a monster, you can't love me, nobody can love me! You know, but then it's like, I'm drawn to you, I want to be loved! <laughs> you know, but... But I do think this is the instance where I think the social commentary kind of overshadows the fantasy a little bit. We're, we don't have as much as a story as we do really have just social commentary with monsters and hillbillies and, like, it's like, fuck! <laughs> like, Jesus! I mean, can't we have some sort of... I mean, it, it, I mean they had a mythology, right? And mm-hmm. it's like, they could have del- dove a little bit more into the mythology. They could have, like, I mean, that guy could have had a better purpose than, like, you came here to destroy Median. But they wanted to keep that a secret, even though they already had. I mean, they had a mythology. They had shit to tell you, but they didn't tell you, because it was supposed to be a shock at the end that, like, you didn't see the prophecy, wall. But it was like, eh, opening credits. shit's already happening. Well, yeah, they are the opening credits. That's for damn sure.
4: <clears throat> that was painted by Ralph McQuarrie, the conceptual artist on Star Wars.
3: Whoa! So, uh, like, yeah, I—I uh, I mean, I do. I—I lo- I love the monster design. I've always loved Clive Barker. I really still want to read this book because reading Clive Barker and watching Clive Barker—two totally fucking separate things. Two totally separate things. You have to give both its own due, you know. Just. But uh, so I personally would pass on the Nightbreed, at least especially this director's cut, because, yeah, they totally should have kept that shit out. <laughs> the studio is right there. It's like, ah, there's a lot of, like, weird hillbilly comedy. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of that's
4: in the theatrical cut, but it just seems more abrupt, and you're like, what in the fuck? It, it's, you know, this way, because they built it up so much, it's maybe still over the top, but it's
3: you can feel it kind of building, where in the other one it's just like, where in the fuck did this come from? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, even the I swear to God, I think they introduced Lori two times. They do. He has a bad dream. She like wakes him up. They have a talk. Then she like goes to the work. Her to where he were It's like this is two fucking introductions. Nothing yeah. at the work scene happened except for introducing her to him. Right. It's like, they say meet out me a be a at little. my place that, later. Uh, yeah. That. Oh yeah. The they're so overly sexy.
5: long kiss. Well, yeah, it, was, yeah, it, was it was Clyde. Yeah.
3: Clyde Barker's like getting your tidy whities. Yeah, so
5: yeah, that LSD sex eyedies. scene was another thing that wasn't in the original, and that was like
3: I thought that was pretty cool, but it
5: was I definitely. Or he's burning all of his. Well, yeah,
3: yeah, but what's the right? Well, because he thinks he killed people, so he's going to burn yeah. his a, e- I evidence of that part. Of, I heard that part it's
5: the whole thing with Lori. Just, but it's like this well, because he was drawn
3: to her, yeah. man. He was going to if he would have like escaped, he would have been back he, to the gay a one
1: scene. It all comes back to that. He's
4: burning that that whole relationship. He's burning yeah. the relationship, yeah. yeah. But he can't fucking that setting puss, a
1: fire in the middle of his living room. That puss down. is so
0: uh,
3: sweet, he can't leave that shit. <laughs> Even though he wants to go to mid again. oh well, yeah, in the butt. He, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's it. I'm sorry, that's the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> so does I take, do not recommend the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. What are you trying to say, dude? I'm
6: sorry. Well, uh, he does take that phone call from uh, his doctor in his uh, towel, just getting out of the like early yeah. on. Knowing who Clive Barker is, I'm like, man, he's just putting these scenes in here. Which the only then, scene gayer than that was the
5: volleyball scene from Top. Now,
3: Clive, right, I want to see your hand when we. Start. It's like <laughs> when
4: we're both hands. Right, so being aware of that, being it's aware so really. of who, like you know, Brian Singer is, you know, like yeah. it's different because because oh, Clive Barker hasn't been. You know, like, and the guy who did uh, Jeepers Creepers and Powder, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, It's like, these are guys
4: who we know... Well, okay, so allegations with Brian Singer.
3: Well, supposedly those were dropped. I did, like, look up that recently. They were dropped. But that's just, like... These are gay guys in Hollywood that are
4: preying on younger... I say pray, because they are. They're they're finding these younger uh, boys at parties and stuff and seducing them, right? Yeah. And then in their movies, it's like, if you look at Powder... Like, Powder's like, Jesus Christ. You know, like, there's stuff in there that you're like, knowing who you are, should you be showing this? And Jeepers Creepers is the same way. I mean, it's about this creeper that targets this kid and just, like, follows him all over the place and, you know. right. (laughs) He's after something in this kid, you know, and uh, you know, so and uh, Brian Singer with that pupil having all these Brian Singer in
3: X Men Two with with Iceman tells his parents he's a mutant, and the parents say coming out. Have you ever thought? Did you ever try not being one? It's like that was. I mean, that was a gay scene. That was a gay scene. That that wasn't even. I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with that. At least Nightbreed has (laughs) subtext. Nightbreed, like I said, if you don't know in X Men, no. But if you don't know, I'm just saying if you don't know, Clyde Barker's gay that. Yeah, you read Nightbreed, you can read Nightbreed. This is- but Brian Singer, having having Iceman's parents say, say the line, have you ever tried not... Be? I mean, that is literally yeah. a like parent's gay line to their yeah. gay son about, have you ever tried not being gay because it's a choice. But again, I think that... Like, that's when it's like, holy fuck, Brian Singer. That's, not, that's not even a goddamn metaphor. Okay, but, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this,
4: I, don't see why that's not a, I don't see why that's a problem. If if the filmmaker is gay and brings those gay f- sensibilities to it, that's fine. It's, well, because the, being the the mutant have, oh, a mutant is genetic. But I have an issue when you have someone who... Is basically we're talking about maybe uh, 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 okay? So you're saying uh, pedophile? Yes. Yeah. When yeah, when, when we, someone we, who we has been talk about yeah, this. You <laughs> know, is doing <laughs> something that's like okay, this is kind of sick because you're you know these are like because you're basically a criminal and you're you doing you know. But in Clive Barker stuff, if he's having like these guys parading around and you know whatever their underwear. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like yeah, That's yeah. that's a different thing. It's like it doesn't appeal to me, but it's well, like, well you remember the old like Hollywood saying. saying it's,
3: like it's just, the same you know. way we would ask a fucking girl to like take her shirt off I mean it's just the same way we find it sexy when yeah. I love every yeah. horror movie when she comes home from school and changes his shirt Yeah, that's all she has to do is change her shirt after school you don't want to be wearing that shirt oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you just want well, well, I just watched something the other day where like a girl <laughs> had to go into the shower at <laughs> some
4: point and I'm like Every Hollywood actress, no, so so at I, some yeah. point, you have to take a shower. So if I'm what? What? Yeah, so if <laughs> I am watching
3: Clive Barker and I see a guy like I'm in, I'm in yeah. my towel, I'm in my tighty whities, because yeah. Clive Barker's like, they want to see that. Yeah, it's
6: so. Yeah. yeah, but Clive doesn't forget about us heteros.
5: Yeah, well, no, he right. does,
6: but yeah, he's yeah, good to he, go. Uh, well,
3: I think he's. <laughs> Yeah.
5: Anyway, well we should have done yeah. the old Hollywood yeah. saying what I was saying is the only thing that would kill your career faster than a dead hooker was a live boy. So God but, damn. Oh, that's <laughs> all of fucking yeah. all of it. So all right. So is that you're good? Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so why do I, to I gotta be. follow that? I, <laughs> yeah. that's my thing. Now I'm wishing I'd have sat on the other side of Travis because I gotta follow his rapper, <laughs> right? Isn't which was you? awesome. That's but tough. okay, I, I loved Nightbreed. I hate this movie. Wow, hate it! First time in, in the history of the, the show that I've done, I do not like this cut. I think there was a lot of scenes that should have stayed lost to time yeah. because they didn't belong in the movie. This the studio was right, much like what I heard you guys talking about with Halloween Six. A lot of what was cut out should have been cut out. You know, I, I think it was a lot of unnecessary, like you said, almost homosexual. Well, actually, love triangle uh, central set up between Boone, Laurie and Decker. It it really did feel like that. Um, the original movie, I, I, like I said, I did like it. I, I've always loved the monsters. I do, I do like the part where it is that man is the monster, not the creatures. And I've always loved that. Uh, it was – this was just – I don't know. It just felt really uncomfortable. I, I didn't enjoy the cut at all. There was a few extra monsters that were kind of cool looking, but the rest of it, yeah, we could have left all that out. I was really expecting – the other thing, too, is I think I've heard all this hype about the Cabal cut. The Cabal cut. Yeah. And, and it made the circuits, and everybody's talking about, oh, my God, you know, Narciss- Narcissi comes uh, – Decker comes out, and he's got his head on this big machete. I bet that would have sh- bit exciting. But they showed it for, like, five seconds, and I'm like, well, okay – and then they cut out the part where Decker became Ashbury's god. And that I hated. I didn't like that they cut that out. I understand Boone being Moses to the, to the creatures of, of Midian. And I understood that part. But the rest of it just really became like this over, I don't. I guess over politicized argument for gay. You know the gay equality thing. It's how it kind of felt. Do you think him
3: taking uh, Decker being like the crucified God for? Do you think that Clive Barker took that out because like okay when Richard Donner made Superman two he took things like he took good takes out just because they were in Richard Lester's version. You know what I mean. So do you think Clive Barker took that out cuz obviously he fucking shot it obviously right. there's a reason for it right well,
4: he shot it because they wanted to shift the focus to oh, Decker Oh okay yeah. so that's why so, they it Yeah it's a more hollywoody kind of And I again know. I think okay. setting up a like,
5: sequel because Decker will come back and hunt down the Nightbreed because now he has the, the god sellout. him in Ashbury I, yeah. I was
3: just wondering if maybe this cut like even though that maybe would have made it into the Cabal cut like is this cut was Clive Barker saying eh, I want to make this a different Movie then the theatrical, so I'm going to take this out. Even though well, that's what I'm saying,
4: he incorporated would have. he incorporated stuff that he reshot The Decker murders, yeah. weren't in the original cut, and he put them back in. Still in this one because he still liked. One, he still liked oh, them. Still okay. Yeah,
5: he just well, out some of the other. But reasons. even even when Decker kills the family, that cuts in. Not quite where it did in the original cut because she's talking about, oh, do you want something to eat? Well, just go get me something. She's kind of in his lap. Oh, we're going to have some French fries. Why? Because we're fat people. And <laughs> it's okay to kill fat, disgusting people. I did like that about You know, that. And, and that is how Decker felt. This filth breeding filth breeding filth. You know, he's trying to cleanse the world and create this utopia in his mind, the eugenics. Eugenics. and uh, Look it up, kids and Real. he just <laughs> he 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 goes to midian because that is the cradle of filth to him that that is where it all lives you know not to mention the band cradle r- of
3: filth has <laughs> an album called midian yeah, thinking, you have to check yeah. it out oh yeah
5: that's right yeah the see it all ties together yeah. but again you know i i love the movie it, i always tell people my two favorite movies from that era in fact i tried to get to the last horror hound convention because there was the night of the demons Uh, reunion and the Nightbreed reunion. After watching this, I, I have a whole different outlook. Was Craig Schaefer
3: at the Nightbreed reunion? Yes, he was. Holy he was. Fuck.
5: Yes. Now, the, we we keep talking about Boone's thing. Now, we talk about the tribes of the moon. His his intricate artwork on his face, that's all tribal. He's But then when he changes to Cabal at the end, when Baphomet basically blesses him, it all changes to the thing on his forehead.
4: Yeah, because Baphomet, like, and that's what I was actually thinking. When Travis was saying the, the, the thing about, like, he changes back and forth. Baphomet cleanses him of his facial uh, scarring.
5: Right. And that's the thing is because he's the new Messiah and you can't come back from your crucifixion with your wounds. So, and that's what Boone's been through. So, so to me, you know, like I said, I love nightbreed. I cannot recommend, cannot recommend this cut. It just, it throws in things that don't need to be there. We, we all know hillbillies are dumb. I've got them in my family. They are dumb. Trust me, you know, and, uh, I think they they went to an extreme to try and point that out. Now, uh, Charles Hay, the guy that played Eigerman, uh, he was in... Uh, Hill Street Blues. Hill Street Blues. And he almost played almost the same yeah, character yeah, yeah. in Hill Street Blues, you know. But he's just that over-the-top, you know, we'll kill everybody. I'll, I'll kill, kill all.
2: you all. You, yeah. I'll kill you all.
5: And he's not killing anybody. The priest <laughs> takes him out in the end in this cut. So, and you never... That's the other thing. You never see him again after he does the whole... Missile scene that actually looks like a bottle rocket flying at him. Yeah. Yeah, the whole stinger missile. You don't see him anymore after that. Uh, I do love the creature design in this movie. You know, a lot of them were really cool. Like you said, Peliquin, they did way too much makeup to do that little work with Peliquin. Other than he was to bite Boone and start the prophecy in motion. Uh, The Moonhead character, I always liked better. There's a
4: sex scene between Peliquin and Shurisazi that was cut out.
5: What, uh, yeah, it's on like the, okay. Uh, now that would have been interesting because how does that work? You know, dreads and, work? dreads and dreads and quills, know, how can involved. that go? You know, it's
4: got snakes, it's in the opening credits part of it. Yeah. She's sure.
5: dancing on top of him, and he's got snakes. Wow, yeah. Well, and that was the other thing is she always comes across as a sexual creature, yeah. But again, how is she sexual? Is she does the tongue thing, the almost the uh, I guess, oral fixation. And then she penetrates you with her quills. So again, it all comes back to, Mm -hmm. you know, uncomfortable is where I'm at with that. But, (laughs) but, uh, she was to me, always one of the visually coolest characters her. And I don't, I, I really don't know the character's name. I tried to look it up the goat head guy, the black face with the goat horns. Mm -hmm. He was really cool to me. And uh, like I said, uh, the character, uh, I'm assuming it's onaka, He was the gentleman with the uh, two uh, tentacle arms that came out of his belly.
6: Yeah, yeah. I didn't really buy those arms. They built him up, and then all they did was well, like, eat eyeballs. Cut you, yeah. or they, well, did okay. they eat the eyeballs? They suck,
4: yeah, he grabs the guy's eyeballs,
5: and but there's and already eyeballs yeah.
6: in the. Eyeball. And it's not like he's.
5: It's not like he's holding <laughs> right. that hillbilly shotgun up. I'm sorry, but if I'm the hillbilly, the minute I see tentacles coming out of your belly, I'm pulling the trigger. Yeah, your head it was, is it, coming but off. A,
3: but that was a movie moment. That yeah, was like movie moment. Yeah, it, it existed in a even though it 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 lasted like a few seconds to us that was supposed to be like an instant yeah, yeah. You
5: know? well, it, well I
1: guess, basically I know in you my wrap up
5: I love Nightbreed I do not like this cut of the movie so I can't recommend this
1: movie
4: oh right, well I picked it so obviously I'm going to recommend it yeah. I mean uh Uh, My experience with Nightbreed is uh, that I saw it, you know, in its original theatrical form in 1990 and was like, you know, I don't know, of the three Clive Barker movies that have existed, uh, it was my least favorite. You know, it always kind of felt like, "Eh, I don't know, there's something about this. It's just not, you know, all there or it's just not there's something, you know. But didn't appeal 100%. I was intrigued by the idea, you know? I mean, I like the concept, and I like, you know, the design and work and stuff like that. Uh, so watching this version now, right, that they've uh, updated, and I sit there and I go, like, okay, is this a better version of Nightbreed? Again, like, you know, Gary has watched the original cut uh, a couple weeks ago. I haven't seen it numerous since, like, times. you know, at least probably the late 90s is probably the last time I saw this. So it's it's very vague in my mind. If at all. Right. So I'm just watching this cut. I do appreciate that. They, you know, build the story with uh, Boone and Lori and Decker. That seems to be like the primary, the, the, the triangle, uh, you know, the, the, that, that's the core of the movie. I think that is amplified in this version in a way that it wasn't before. Do I think we needed the full Johnny Get Angry song? Maybe not. I don't know. I think maybe we could
3: have cut that <laughs> Yeah, down. it was the full... I was like, oh, shit, this is yeah, not was, just was, a it segment. It the whole thing. You know? <laughs> oh, second verse. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Did we need the
4: scene in the, uh, the mechanic's garage? Probably not, because at that point we had already established everything that was there. So it's like, okay, maybe it's a little more indulging, right? They were so happy to have this footage again that we to just going to put like back stuff that, you know. So I think for the first... Uh, what is it, maybe half hour of the movie, it does run a little long so you have to be patient with it. I mean, obviously this is the version that you've got now, so you know, uh, but the additions to the end of the movie, and the additions to, like, Cheryl, the girl that uh, Laurie meets, because that was like really abrupt in the other version, there's more to it there. Everything's more fleshed out. So, it does kind of, you know, we're sitting around here able to talk about it in a way where, like, the thing actually does kind of make sense. I mean, there's no where we're going, like, who the fuck was this guy? Why did he just show up in the middle of the thing or whatever? You know, it's like everything does kind of flow, and there, you can see what the intention was of the whole mm. thing. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know, like, when I first watched this cut, it was, by the end of it, I was like, really having a good time by the time it got to, you know, the third act throwdown in Midian, because it's just like, it was just the craziest fucking thing. I'm just sitting there going like, wow, I can't believe that, like, they actually shot this movie. Like, this is the craziest fucking (laughs) thing, you know, for 1990. We're just throwing all this crap at, like, yeah, it is a work of imagination. I guess, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before. It's like, this is one of those things where, you know, it really does feel like Clive Barker is a an imaginative, uh, creator of, you know, he v- creates these worlds that, uh, out of thin air, right. Or using, uh, he uses a lot of like religious, uh, you know, the- theological, uh, symbols. Uh, he uses a little bit, you know, stuff from horror movies and B horror movies and like mashes them together with like, you know, human sexuality and c- spills out this like thing that you're like. That the there's nobody else doing this. I mean, so it's a one of a kind thing. I think, and that well, makes it,
5: it special in in many ways. Clive to me is almost like a Renaissance man because he's he's a writer, a director, a painter, a, a painter. Yeah, he's he's almost that Renaissance man. Yeah, of, he's of an
4: artist. artist. He is he's yeah. a guy who's like never held down like a legitimate. Well, okay, uh, take that back.
5: He's <laughs>
4: never he's never held down a working class job in his life. Right? He's always been a player. He's done plays. Screenplays, directed films, uh, you oh, know. I want so, to say,
3: didn't he sell Books of Blood when he's like 19? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I don't I think mean, yeah. I don't, that's
4: what I'm saying. I don't think he ever actually had to work as, like, you know, the oh, guy in Walmart or whatever, yeah. you know? So yeah. he lives in his imagination and his imagination, uh, is uh, is boundless, right? I mean great. we're getting I would slices say he had, of it in these movies that he's been able absolutely. to make.
3: I believe, I love what Stephen King said, where he's like, "I've seen the new, I've seen the, the future, future of horror,", horror and his is name is Clive Parker. Parker. I mean, I truly believe that. I mean, yeah. I've read Damnation Game. I've read a bunch of his shit. It's like yeah, Clive Barker yeah. is a crazy. Well, now
4: thinker. he's gone. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but most of his later day output is less horror uh, more and fantasy. more fantasy. But mm-hmm. it's like this
3: weird. But he's always been because like. We Wee World and yeah, uh, right, yeah. and uh, but he made a was name for himself. The Thief of Always, yeah, well, that's they a good. Yeah, it's like a, like a Harry World. Potterish did, kind yeah. of children's
4: book. The yeah, Wee World. World. Uh, yeah, uh, Thief
3: of Always is a great. Yeah, that's children's pretty good. Book.
4: But uh, I mean, he made a name for himself. He exploded onto the scene with the Books of Blood, so he was like the next horror. The guy. Human
5: Condition, you know? Cabal.
4: Yeah, but those were all in in England. Yeah. They, those were released as the Books of Blood. We them were they? They came out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and then he, in films created like pinhead, you know, and actually, you know, I was thinking about that. I mean, like pinhead has like, or Hellraiser has this kind of, uh, S and M bondage thing kind of going on with this, like, but it is like the most hetero of his movies. Cause I was thinking like, even like, uh, Lord of illusions after we were watching this, I'm sitting there going like the main drive between that is like, there's Swan and Nyx and Nix is just like I, I just wanted someone that we could be together in the dark you know like that's his whole thing like there's the second story of uh D'Amour and, and Swan's wife right that's like the the, the main story of the, the movie but then you ha- also have like the these two dudes who are like orbiting each other They're like what the hell <laughs> that's Lord of Illusions um so can you also separate the filmmaker from you know his uh
3: well, I don't think I, you, you can't, because, I mean, I've, an artist is his personality. He brings it to it. I mean, but it's I not to say can... we're knocking. I mean, just because we're just looking into it. That, but. Yeah. <laughs> hey, not that there's anything wrong <laughs> not with that. I a cup
4: of tea, but there's anything wrong with that. But I think, you know, again, the fact that I was <laughs> able to see this movie in 1990 and was oblivious to all this stuff and enjoyed it to the extent that I did, you know, means that you can watch it without, you know, obviously seeing it with, you know, the the subtext. Um, I think that's basically coming to the end of my wrap-up. I would recommend this movie as a work of a horror fantasy. Uh, it's worth checking out, you know, do you see it in the theatrical cut or the director's cut? I'm going to I'm going to go with the director's cut because there's more to it and it makes more sense. Mm. It's been changed, you know, but I think it makes more sense. I think you could have lost some at the beginning, but you know, that's just me. I still don't think that this is a perfect movie. I'm not in love with it. You know, it's not like this is a fucking most awesome, you know, blah blah blah. It's still, you know, it's like it's it's a but it's a pretty good story and I would recommend the movie. So that's uh Nightbreed on the Saturday Night Free Show next week is Travis's pick. Well, whatever you're watching next week,
3: uh, it's going to be Boxing in Space with Arena, a Charles Band production. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, so, don't, don't, there's lots of movies called Arena, but this one it's 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 not, about is about boxing Pam Greer in space. In it? No, oh, okay, it's not, it King has Greer. a white guy in it, in
5: <laughs> a box.
3: Yeah. Well, In space? No. I told you it's gotta sci- be from the I told 80s. you it was sci fi.
5: <laughs>
3: so yeah, arena is what it's called. Arena. So that's next week. I think from eighty nine, I can't recall.
4: Oh. So that's next week on the Saturday Night Freak Show. And until then, the basement is closed. Oh.